Thursday on the Sojourner Podcast, we'll be joined by Lee Faust, a 1993 graduate of Johnson University in Knoxville, Tennessee. Sometimes our Sojourner Podcast interviews contain an exceptional amount of information that we simply don't want to cut. So in this case, you're getting a special Tuesday preview episode where the segment that you're going to listen to will not be included in Thursday's full episode. So, I hope you enjoy this preview episode of the Sojourner Podcast featuring Lee Faust. My personality, if you take the giftedness tests, mine are evangelism and hospitality. Mm. And I tell people, eat. Those are my three spiritual gifts, hospitality, evangelism, and eating. And I can do them well. And so, uh, you know, I always have felt like evangelistically, if you want to grow your church, you've got to love your community well. You've got to serve your community well. And so I've always been actively involved in missions, local and abroad. I've always been actively involved in parachurch organizations and community events and things. And so probably when you and I were talking, it was probably the tornadoes in Western Kentucky. Tornadoes, that was it. And since we've been talking, now we have the floods in Eastern Kentucky. We've got hit on both sides of the state here. And so we were, I was gathering men to go down and and do some cleanup crew. And our church always sets out generosity buckets. And we've sent thousands and thousands of dollars through IDES, Mm -hmm. uh, International Disaster Emergency Services. We partner with them frequently to to send people and then resources as well. Now, as far as other roles and and ways that that we serve and I have served at you know, over the years of ministry, when I was at Greenwood Christian Church, we started uh, working. I started working with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I always tell all my children's and youth ministers and staff, if you if you want a foot in the door, FCA is the answer. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And so, I coached the golf teams when I was at Greenwood Christian, the the junior high golf teams, and we would host Bible studies and all kinds of things through the school. And uh, literally, the school was across the street from us at Greenwood. So we would have 50 or 60 junior high kids come to, to uh, uh, kind of a Bible study before school. We'd get them hopped up on Krispy Kremes and Mountain Dew and send them across the street to the school. And literally, the school, the principal called me and said, Lee, you've got to stop doing this. You are sending these kids to class, and they are so hyper. And uh, <laughs> I just laughed, and we just we pressed on, but, you know, through, through that ministry fellowship of Christian athletes is a great, there's, it's a great avenue to uh, serve your schools and, and share your faith in the schools. Probably the best, the best blessing I had coming out of fellowship of Christian athletes was when I was at Lebanon Christian church, the varsity football coach went to my church and I was preaching through the Lord's prayer. And he said, Lee, you're the professional. Won't you come be our chaplain? And so I was a chaplain for the varsity football team for like eight years. And I uh, hardly ever missed a Friday night game. And I'd go into the locker room and do a pregame devotion. We'd pray together. At the end of the game, we'd go out to the center of the field and Coach Coach Wright, a dear friend of mine, would have us all huddle up. And he would give them a breakdown of the game and talk to the parents and all the school and the pet band and the cheerleaders and all the parents. Half the town was on the football field with us. And then coach would say, take a knee. And then I would pray over our whole community. And it was an unbelievable experience. And I, I was privileged to do that for about eight years. And as their chaplain and with coach Wright, uh, as the 
uh, varsity football coach. We actually took mission trips with our football team. We took them to Hurricane Katrina. We had mm-hmm. 70 football team uh, football players go with us to Hurricane Katrina. We took two two weeks in Haiti and built homes and took the football team with us. And it was just a great experience to, through FCA and working with the schools that I had. And I think it was a very significant reason why our church grew evangelistically while, while we were there. So uh, that, that was a partnership with FCA, I believe is, is a must that every church should have an active part. When if you don't have FCA, then you start one, but it's, it's really good. So you started doing that in Greenwood? I started in Greenwood and then not everywhere I've been since uh, I just had the F- I just had lunch with our FCA directors at the college level for UK and for our junior high and high school. And we're partnering with them and sending them character coaches. And I have a young youth pastor that I've introduced to FCA. He didn't had never worked with them. And I just, this is, this is your opportunity. You want to be a part of the school? Here it is. And you know, that literally just started this semester for us. So that's been rewarding. Yes. I mean, how, how's the church involved with um, Asbury? Oh, yes, the college, Asbury. Asbury is like right in our back door. And so we've actually started having interns and students come over from the college. Some of the staff at our, some of the church members are staff at Asbury. And so we've started going over having lunches with them. And then, like I said, through FCA, we're trying to raise up character coaches for Asbury. Asbury is almost like a small little college, almost like Johnson. I mean, very similar in nature. And so we're just trying to build bridges and partner with them. Uh, some of our staff take classes. Uh, you can get your master's and they'll take some classes. Now it's not Johnson, you know, university or anything, but uh, we're, we're trying to get our foot in the door everywhere we can just to, to partner with them for ministry. And uh, we love hosting interns uh, because they can do it year round. So we have five or six students from the college that come to church with us and serve in a variety of different ways. But they weren't doing that when I came. I'm like, well, you guys are really missing an opportunity right here. You got this little college in your back backyard. We need to partner with them. So and then I've been the chaplain for our fire department uh, everywhere I've been since Hazelwood, or not since Hazelwood, since Rockland Christian Church. I was a volunteer fireman. Then when I went to Greenwood, they didn't have a volunteer station. So they just threw me a white helmet and made me a chaplain. And I went through all the trainings for their critical incident stress management. Huh. And everywhere I've been, I've been the chaplain of the local fire department. I'm I'm sharing all these things, not a, hey, look what I've done, uh, because I probably made more messes than I have done good. But but I can definitely look back at my ministry and see how those acts of service and partnering with local colleges, partnering with FCA, partnering with uh, um, the fire departments and the schools and the football teams, all of those uh, have been fruitful and rewarding for kingdom work and mm-hmm. open doors and opportunities uh, to evangelistically reach uh, lost people. I, I share those things, not because that's really a look at what I've done, because I, I don't know that I've done these things well. I can definitely see how God has worked despite me mm-hmm. through those opportunities and those different avenues. I don't take it that you're mentioning those things from the perspective of, hey, look at me, but what you are showing is a variety of solid concrete examples of how churches can get involved in their community and make a difference in their community and ultimately make a difference in the kingdom. So yeah. getting involved in uh, FCA, local FCA in the local schools, uh, getting involved in uh, chaplaincy in the volunteer fire department, you know, sending water and relief supplies to 
tornado victims, flood victims, you know, helping with cleanup and those kinds of things mm -hmm. with hurricanes, uh, earthquakes, right, doing some rebuilding in Haiti and such. I mean, all of these things that you mentioned and your involvement with the school as well and the, all of this stuff, great ways to be involved in the community, to build relationships and to help grow the church. So I imagine over the, your time in your ministry stops, you have seen the fruit of this labor. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I'll tell you, if you feel like you can't get your foot in the doorway in the fire department or the schools or some of the simplest things you can do that I have done over the years, like your church should be a member of the Chamber of Commerce, probably free to join for a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way just to have lunch once a month with all the local business leaders and bankers and lawyers and politicians. And man, the Chamber of Commerce, that's a goldmine as far as connecting with people in your community. Or join the Kiwanis. I've been a Kiwana member over the years, off and on. And uh, right now, I'm the uh, I'm a commissioner for the Nicholasville Housing Authority, and we just work with all the government assisted living in our community. Huh. There's just so many simple ways. People are starving for volunteers and people who are willing to step in and serve. There's there's a way that you can connect with your community, and I would just encourage everyone to find something. Everybody can do something. Uh, let me mention once more, I, I, one more, and I know we're out of time, but it's one of my favorites right now that I'm excited about. I've been doing this for, I don't know, seven or eight years now, but Coach Wright introduced this uh, to me. It's out of Indianapolis, but it's called uh, the Fourth Musketeers. If you just Google 4MUSA.com. But the Fourth Musketeers, I've always been very passionate about men's ministry. That's why I'm with the fire department. That's why I was with the football team. But 4M USA is, um, they do extreme character challenges all over the United States, actually all over the world. It's an international organization. And these men's extreme character challenges, they take you to the woods for 72 hours. They just set the stage for man and God to meet. That's basically what it boils down to. And, and I've been now, I'm serving on the teaching team for Fourth Musketeers, but we'll take a hundred men to the Red River Gorge in Kentucky. And we tromp a hundred men through the, through the Red River Gorge. And we, it's a disciple making and we point them to the highest place on earth, which is the foot of the cross. And we point them to Jesus. And it's a great ministry for your men and I would just encourage everyone to go to that website and check it out because it's a it's a game changer for a lot of men. It's saved a lot of marriages and it's saved a lot of hurt and it's it's restored a lot of relationships and marriages and brought a lot of men back into a right relationship with Christ. But it's it is it's not the easiest thing you've ever done. It's called Extreme Character Challenge for a reason. Mm -hmm. But they say the mountains are the mirror to the soul. Mm -hmm. And if you can get if you can get some men out from your church or your circle of influence out in the woods for a few days, it's a, it's a great way to kind of uh, reprioritize life. And so that's right now, that's what I'm really currently passionate about. I've been working ex specifically with fourth Musketeers uh, and teaching, and we've, we've uh, seen a lot of the fruit of that in our men's ministry for our local church. They come back on fire and ready to serve and trying to make their marriages right and try to be the best dad and the father they can be. And man, if you want to change your church, the dynamics of your church, get some men on fire about serving the Lord and mm. you'll see your church, you know, can turn it upside down real quick. And so that's been a great resource for me specifically for the men in our church. And that's a game changer also.
The Sojourner Podcast is a production of the Alumni Relations Office at Johnson University. Edited by Lena Gavorsky. Podcast graphics by Rachel Woolard. Music by Loyal Love. Tune in to other Sojourner Podcasts dropping normally weekly on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening.